Hello and welcome back to At the Kitchen Table with MacaWorks. I'm Coach Berg and as always, I'm here with Coach Trey. Hey, what's up guys? I almost just said, this is Coach Trey yeah. and I'm here with Coach Berg and this is no, season no, four. No, you're not. That's me. <laughs> this is season four, episode one and I killed it. I killed that intro, We're guys. a little rusty. You know. uh, but anyways, we are happy to be back. It's been a while. We took a little break for the holidays, but we are coming back strong with some awesome client shout outs. Holidays and some change. Holidays you know, yeah. and the new year <laughs> and the winter apocalypse yeah, and yeah, yeah, the yeah. having kids at home and mm. the sicknesses and all the stuff, yeah. you know? But anyways, we're back <laughs> and happy to be here. And we have 10 awesome client shout outs. Sorry, I felt like that was in your ear holes just now. Scream 10 yeah. at you, but I'm really <laughs> excited about them, obviously. So I'm gonna start with Addie. Addie Ramirez is at 42 pounds gone. Addie is killing it. Um, I shared a post about her on my stories the other day um, about her progress from the start to where she's at now. And it's just amazing. She's just been so consistent this entire time. So we're really proud of her. Um, and then second on our list here is Andrew Gomez. He reached his goal weight and switched to maintenance, which is always, always a huge victory. Um, he didn't have very far to go. I think he started with us really trying to like gain and gain muscle and just kind of do those kind of things. And then we had a little mini cut and then we're back on maintenance mm -hmm. now. So he's doing great. Um, and then Anna Rondon is a little over 15 pounds gone. She's almost 16. I'd say mm -hmm. closer to 16 yeah. than she is 15. She's another one that's just super consistent and does what she's supposed to be doing. And that's why she's seeing great results. Um, and then next on our list is Brittany Payne. She's also same thing here. She's super consistent since she started not too long ago and she's already 12 pounds gone. Super proud of all of these people. Yeah. It's just been really fun getting back after the new year and everybody just being super excited about their goals. And just a lot of these people who did so well during the holidays. Oh yeah. We, I feel like this year was more so than other years where people were like, nope, I'm logging. And I'm mm -hmm. like, it's Christmas day. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have like, to, yeah. How do I log but this? they wanted to, nice. and that's Let's great. They're building those habits. And that's, what's the beautiful thing about building those healthy habits is things that used to be hard in the past that you didn't want to do start to become the things you start craving now. And like, you actually want to do good. You want to eat well, cause you know how it feels to do so. Mm -hmm. Anyways, um, last on my list is Chad and Chad is someone that has a couple of different reasons that we're sh shouting him out today. One mainly just because he's awesome. We love Chad. He's doing so great. And he's at 26 pounds gone over 26 pounds gone now. Um, but more, more importantly and more exciting than even a weight loss goal or a uh, number on the scale for Chad is he's no longer taking his acid reducing medications and he's also about to be um, off of his blood pressure meds because he's been in a normal range for the last several months mm -hmm. or several weeks. Yeah. So that is something to definitely celebrate. And I think that sometimes, especially with what we do for a living and the people that we interact with, like it becomes so much of a number that we lose sight of why we're actually doing this and why we want to eat healthy, which is kind of what our episode about is about today. But it that's why we wanted to share this, because I just think that it's so important to realize that if you're so focused on I need to lose five pounds, when you lose four, you're going to be upset and want to quit, even if you gave it your full effort. But when you change your goal from... I want to get off my blood pressure medicine or I don't ever want to be put on blood pressure medication. I don't ever want to be put on medication for my body to run well. I want to be running and playing with my grandkids one day. I want to feel my best. I want to have energy. I want to live an active life until the day I die. 
then that it doesn't matter what the scale says you do it because you want to be healthy mm -hmm. and so that's what kind of keeps you going and then the weight loss goals happen by default right. anyways i'm just blabbing no, it's no. been a while guys just strap in well that's why that's why chad is so impressive is he gets it he you know in the beginning that was one of the main things that we were really pushing with him was food quality because he did a great he was i mean from the beginning always been good at hitting he his targets so coachable and then you'd say well, okay well here's some things that you can do at this restaurant here's some things you can change here's what i would order here you know this was this was a great choice maybe you should change your sides and he said absolutely what do you tell me what to do i'll do it and you know and chad he, you know he i feel like he's been with us for a, for a while but he really hasn't you know he hasn't even mm -hmm. been with us a full year no and uh, you know just a several months and so to see that kind of progress and, and i mean more so though like a lot of people don't see like the habits that he's building too like yes. they only see the number which is impressive and amazing and right on track where he's supposed to be but more so than that, like people don't see the daily habits that he is changing. And I don't even think that he probably realizes a lot of it, but that's why it's so awesome to work with a client like Chad, because the majority of our clients, well, I'd say that that's me, not the majority, but a handful of our clients are not like that. And it's normal to not be like that. I don't mean that in a bad way, but the majority of society is very hard headed in the fact to where like trying to get them to change their habits or just make one different choice and different than they've always done is like pulling teeth sometimes. Or, yeah. you know, we have the clients where we do give suggestions like, hey, instead of this at the restaurant, like this would help you hit your targets and you'd feel better if you chose this option. And they're like, got it. And then the next day they make the same choice. And then the next day they make the same choice. Right. And we keep telling them the same feedback and they just continue to not to take it, which is fine too, if they're getting the results they want. But most of those people aren't. And so we're trying to help them get better results. But a lot of the times what we mean by like coachable is like someone like Chad who we can identify an issue because he obviously came to us because he didn't know mm -hmm. how to do something he wanted to do or he just needed help to be accountable to it. And so he actually uses the program how mm -hmm. it's designed. If he's struggling somewhere or his coaches are giving him advice to make a change somewhere that we know would be better for him, he actually implements it and he does it. And that's why he's doing so good. Yeah. And we see and him he, changing. He's not perfect and he'd be the first one to tell you that. But, yeah. but that's the thing is that he just strives to do his best every time he travels a lot. I mean, he's just, and he's a busy, you know, he just got, he has a lot going on and he still makes it happen. And it's yep. just because he's building good habits and he's very coachable. All right. All right well, sorry. sorry. This sorry, isn't sorry, the chat episode. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Sounds like it. We're just really proud of him yes. because he's someone, again, we've been working with and he's been really, we've been pouring into him and he's been pouring back into us and it's a really yeah. awesome thing. We just wanted to highlight him because we just want everybody to feel as good as Chad does. Yes. Okay. Anyways. Chad. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So next one on our list is Gail and Gail is just shy of 17 pounds gone. So she's another one that's just really trying her best. She's, you know, just do, just learning and just working in those new, you know, trying new things and getting better and better every day. And her, her results are showing. So almost 17 pounds gone. Way to go, Gail. All right. Next one on our list is Marky. And Marky is at 10 pounds gone. And so she's just another one that she's been such a good, just a coachable person. She asks lots of questions. She's just trying her best, hustling through the holidays. I mean, she's just getting after it. Yeah. We're super proud of you, Marky. Keep it up. All right, next one on my list is Sarah Ray, and she's at 20 pounds gone. Woo -woo. So she's another one of those that's just getting after it. And she's also... I was about to say, out. can we say it? Yeah, she's one of my... She's one of our... You know, I, I was trying out some personal training clients, and she's one of my personal training clients. It. And, man, it's so cool just seeing it. And she's enjoying it. This is, you know, she's somebody that 
had been working out but just didn't have a lot of guidance and direction. And I'll and, just say that she her results like on the scale have been very consistent compared to before she started yeah. the personal training. Not that she wasn't getting great results before, but I right. think this is just something that, I mean, she doesn't have a lot to go anyways. And so this was something that just kind of helped her kickstart it a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and it's like the full package. So yes. more on that to come. It's coming soon still, but we're just working with a handful of people right now to make sure that we have it perfected. Yeah. But yay, so we're excited about super it. Super proud of you, Sarah. All right. Next one on our list is Sky Lindsay, and she is at 42 pounds gone. And just, Woo-woo. man, just getting after it. She so. just got her level two in CrossFit, too. I oh, think. that's awesome. Yeah, I saw that on her. Yeah. And she's, Facebook. I mean, she's, what, one pound away from her goal? Nope, she's a great I mean, coach. Just, she is. She's, she's living a, the life yeah, herself. She's and, almost to her goal weight. So mm-hmm. she is just hustling. And she's, she's again, just a very coachable person. And I love Sky because I feel like she's one of those people who she got help. She did what she was supposed to do. And now she's paying it forward mm-hmm. and trying to help other people. Yeah. Do the same thing. Exactly. And we love that. So proud of you. Yay. All right. Last one on our list is Tamara Corbeer, and she is at 31 pounds gone. So she's just, no, I feel like a lot of these people, we shot out, we shot it out quite a bit last year. So these people, it's just so and cool still going. to see them wow. hustling and getting after it and doing so well, continuing to do so well. I feel like well. we need like a round of applause. Right. I know. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. 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 <laughs> Sound effect. We don't. We're not that like cool, a, but you can yeah, listen to my sound effects. Some, uh, you know, fireworks. <laughs> 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 All right, way to go, everybody. Applause, okay. Applause. All right. Um, but anyways, that kind of. <laughs> Wraps up our shout outs. We're super proud of you guys and all of our clients that are killing around now. This is even a fraction of you guys. So if we didn't say your name today, it's not that you're not noticed or unseen. We love all of you guys, but we have to cut it off at some yeah. point or we would just be doing shout outs the entire episode. Um, but today, since this is it's not the new year, it is the new year, but it's not recently the new year. Well, kind of, I guess it's still January, yeah. but this is our first podcast back since the new year. And so we kind of thought. Um, this episode would kind of be related to that because I don't know if you guys know this about me. I think we've done a podcast episode about this, but it was probably years ago um, or last year. But I was a new year, new, new me girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I started my entire health journey at, I always say 230 pounds, but it's actually 230 plus pounds because I don't really actually know what my heaviest was because I obviously wasn't too excited to weigh myself back then. I didn't even own a scale. My first time I weighed and saw the number 230 was after I had just had a baby um, and I weighed in for the first time at the doctor's office and I used to close my eyes when they would weigh me. So I have no idea mm. <laughs> what I was before that. And so I always just say 230 plus. I don't really have a true starting weight. But anyways... 230 plus started New Year's Day going to the gym or no I actually had been going to the gym for a while at that point I think I think New Year's Day was when I actually hired a nutrition coach because I had been going to the gym for a while and I was not seeing any progress in fact I felt like I felt like back then I was killing myself at the gym um I wasn't but back then for me it was killing myself and then I was gaining weight consistently. And so I realized it's probably not the gym. That's how you lose weight. It's probably the food I'm eating. And that was kind of the first moment I realized, okay, so that's not how fat loss works. I can't just go to the gym and run and be skinny. So I probably should get a little serious about this. And so then I hired a nutrition coach and then the rest is history. So I did start my journey on January 1st. And I think we were having this discussion about it. Like January 1st is like the most exciting time for what we do for a living. It's when most people are like super excited to jump into a new program or they're super excited to get back on track if they were off track after the holidays. They're like, they're just everybody. The most motivated. Yes, the most motivated. Everyone's just like, 
in it together. We're motivating each other and we are just killing it. And then February and March come around and then half of the people are still killing it. And the other half are already struggling again, which is totally normal. I'm not saying that it's bad. It's a normal thing. Um, and then we only have maybe one or two that make it through all of that, you know? And so we were kind of like, I was trying to think about like, what, what was it for me this time around? Because before I finally made the permanent change 10 years ago, and is why I'm here today after that girl um, signed up for a nutrition program weighing 230 plus pounds is is very difficult to pinpoint like one certain thing that made the switch for me I wish it was because then I would just tell everybody and everybody would do it Um, but I think it's just really had to do a lot with more a lot more so than like mindset and perspective and so I saw a video I posted I don't know if you follow me on social media But I saw a video the other day that I posted on my stories that had a girl who had documented her weight loss from last January 1st, 2022, all the way till December this year. And she would just take a picture of herself January or like a little video um, and then a video progress video, February, March, blah, blah, all the way until December. And the reason I shared this video is because those are the kind of things that get me super pumped up and I want everyone to see because I feel like a huge disconnect really is people who start out super excited January 1st are also normally the people that are like, I'm going to have perfect days every single day. I will only eat carrots and chicken. I will not eat any sugar or sweets. I will work out three times a day. (laughs) You know, people like that, which is why they get burnt out. Um, But these are also the people that are like, I want to lose 30 pounds this month or just like super crazy goals. And so when I share a post about like that girl who the beginning up until like halfway through her journey, like you couldn't see that much of a difference. I'm sure she felt a huge difference. But then when you get towards December, you're like, holy crap, that's like a different person. And that's real sustainable weight loss, guys. That was over an entire year and she's not even done yet. She still has a ways to go. But it shows the progress of when you're just grinding day in and day out every single month, but you're not restricting yourself to the point where you're miserable. You're not starving yourself. You're eating a well-balanced diet, like, and you're losing at a a healthy pace. And then over time you get to where you want to be. And that's why she'll get to her go away and keep it off. And that's why she is a true person who started on January 1st and actually did it because she did it the right way. And so that's one factor that kind of considered into like, that's a huge reason a lot of people get burnt out February or by March and they quit already is because they're just one, they're not realistic with their goals. And two, they might be jumping from like someone who hasn't worked out in a month or two and then thinking they're going to do three workouts a day or something extreme like that, you know? And obviously that's not going to be sustainable. And so instead of that, you could just be someone who's like, I'm going to work out three times a week. That's what I'm going to commit to for this entire month of January. And then once you master that, then you can be like, okay, well, I feel great. I'm going to do four days a week this month and just little gradual baby steps like that. But mostly what resonated with me when I was talking to Trey about this, like what was the difference this time? Again, like all those little having systems and plans in place. Yes, it's very crucial. And that's something that we help our clients with daily, trying to set up systems and have plans and stuff that keep them successful and make it as easy as possible because without them and not being intentional with your plans and systems, then you're probably not going to make it like that's just the reality of it. If you just keep trying to wing it and you're just, you have no plans and no systems, then you're going to fall on your face pretty much 99% of the time. But even more so than that, it had to do with my mindset and my perspective this time around. But I will tell you, 
this didn't even change for me until I was really like halfway through my weight loss journey and feeling better or even at the end. But I wish I had had someone that January 1st tell me this because I think it really would have resonated with me. And if I had been struggling or wanting to quit again, like I had every time before, it would have been something for me to like cling on to, to make me keep going, you know? And it's such a simple concept that I'm about to say, but it's like, it's just something that you don't really think about, um, until you force yourself to. And it's, it's something I think again, like I really think this would have helped me. So I'm hoping if you're someone who started out January 1st or you're still struggling, maybe it's January 18th right now. And we're not that far into the new year. Or you're someone who typically starts out really strong and then fizzles off the next couple of months and that's your typical pattern and you know that about yourself. Um, this might be something you need to hear. And so for me at the beginning, everything I had to do to be healthy felt like a sacrifice. And so I couldn't eat my normal 12,000 calorie uh, chicken strip basket and blizzard and large Route 44 Dr. Pepper I wanted for dinner. That felt like a, a sacrifice, like a personal attack <laughs> back in the day. And so everything I viewed that was actually a good thing for me to stop doing, like eating unhealthy, was a sacrifice. And so what happens when you have like a true sacrifice, It you, it's not something you want to do. It's painful. It hurts. Like you don't want to do it. You want to run from that. You don't want to have to sacrifice stuff. And so when your mindset is, this is a sacrifice because I'm having to do this. I have to go to the gym. I have to sacrifice my time sitting on the couch watching Netflix. I have to sacrifice all, eating all these things that I want. I would rather or have I don't, I don't get to do what everybody else is doing. Exactly. Or, you know. If I went to this party with my friends and they all drank whatever they wanted and ate whatever they wanted, it was a sacrifice for me not to get to do that. And so these things you're constantly thinking about how hard it is and how big of a sacrifice what you're doing is, you, of course you're gonna quit. No one wants to feel that way, that's miserable. Like, And so it took, again, it took me a while to realize this concept, but I, I wish I would have had this concept going into it because I think it really would have made a lot of my struggles and the things I felt like were hard at the time, it would have made them easier just by changing my mindset and perspective. And so I wrote this down so I could touch all the points, but. So we often view those things as sacrifices. But what I've learned throughout my journey is that what I was actually viewing as sacrifices were not. The things that I was thinking were the good things I was having to sacrifices were actually making me sacrifice moments that I didn't even know I wanted or deserved in my life. And those were the true sacrifices. And so when I look back at my entire journey, all I can think about is those things that I viewed back then as sacrifices that are completely opposite for me now. It was all worth it. Even if they had been sacrifices, it would have been worth it, but they weren't actually sacrifices. So for example, like me now, like my nephew, he's a teenager, like, and he asked us to come play uh, top golf for his birthday. And I was so excited to go. This was a couple of weeks ago. And mainly because I, I know I can beat the kids at golf because I used to be a golfer. <laughs> it's her thing. And my personality as a mom, <laughs> I'm not the mom that's like, oh, I'm going to let you in. I'm like, nope, you're going to work for it. And you're, I'm going, I am you're coming. You're going to see I'm coming to play. <laughs> Aunt Burgundy can do. <laughs> and of course, they're teenagers. So I got to show them up sometimes with what with the very few things I can. And so this is one of them. So I got up there. I didn't care who saw me. I was just excited. I felt great. I was laughing. I was jumping up and down with the kids. And it, I just had so much fun. And it made me think about before when I was the 230 plus pound Berg that thought that I was having to sacrifice because that same top golf situation, whenever I was having so much fun, 
I also wasn't sitting there having endless margaritas and eating chips and queso or stuffing my face with loaded fries or whatever. And before that would have felt like a sacrifice to me. But now I see clearly that had I eaten those things and I had just continued to have that kind of lifestyle, the sacrifice would have actually been missing out on the memories that I was creating with my nephews and my kids and my family because I would have chosen to eat those things. I would have still been severely overweight and obese. I would have been miserable. I would have been uncomfortable in my own skin. There's no way I would have jumped up willingly first and before everybody and asked to go hit the ball while everybody's staring at me because I would have been too self-conscious. Like, and it's, it sounds silly, but it's true. I lived behind people in my life back then. I didn't make memories because I was so self-conscious and I wasn't physically fit enough to do those kind of things. Like when we went to um, family camp, there's no way I would have been too big to been to, to have been able to get into the raft to whitewater raft with the family. I would have had to sit out and watch them do it. That is an, that's an actual sacrifice. Um, we went hiking up mountains on that family camp and created so many memories that are, I think, core memories for, I know for me, but I'm hoping for my children as well. I would have missed those core memories because I wouldn't have been physically fit enough to hike up a mountain in Colorado. There's no way. And that would have been a sacrifice for sure. Not not eating whatever they were serving for dessert because I've already hit my calorie limit. That's not a sacrifice. The missing out on memories and not having my life the way I want it is a sacrifice. And so I, I think it's just really important to consider what we're feeling is an actual sacrifice and making sure that our perspective and our mindset is correct because I don't know about you guys, but I don't want to live in a world where food is my number one priority where my life revolves around food and where I feel like the sacrifice is having to get rid of that stuff but I'm actually missing out on life itself because I don't want to sacrifice good food that I feel like is good and so now I know if you're in that moment it feels like it's impossible and I say I know because I truly do I've been there I I would cry thinking there's no way I can do this because I just don't know how and so that's why Trey and I have done this as a business because we were in that place and we know what that feels like to feel hopeless and feel like you can't do it and that you you might be hearing the words I'm saying and you agree with what I'm saying but you're still in the back of your head thinking I can't do that because I just don't know how to ever go a week without eating these things because that's all I think about I get it I was that way too and then when you're in that moment it's very easy to let your mind pers- like persuade you to think one way that you know isn't true just because you're letting your emotions dictate how you feel and when you're hungry and you feel like you just want to go get whatever you've always done or order that pizza or do whatever just because you don't want to eat your planned food it's going to feel really hard in those moments but I'm telling you it feels hard now it feels easy later if you continue to do it and if you just change your mindset and your perspective and you stick with it through the hard eventually you're going to be like us now and you're going to be looking back on these things and I don't even remember the last time I've struggled with saying no to food just because it's not who I am anymore that's not my identity I don't sacrifice my life to be able to eat food I eat food to be able to live my life Mm -hmm. the way I want to and that's kind of how my mindset has been programmed over these last two years without me even knowing it it kind of just happened naturally for me over time to where I can see it clearly now 
But in the moment, I couldn't see that clearly. It felt like hard. It felt like a sacrifice. And so that's why I wanted to talk about this because I want you to know if you're listening to this and you're in the middle of your hard and heavy and it feels impossible and it feels like everything you're having to say no to is a sacrifice. Like if you can just really be intentional about changing your mindset and perspective and it's not going to happen overnight. I wish it could. You're not just going to be like, she's right. I'm excited that I, I'm not going to eat this food that I want. <laughs> like that's not reality either. And you have to know that, but you can get better over time. And the way you do that is by relying on discipline, knowing that there's a better life later that's going to be easy and it won't always be this hard. It feels hard now because it's not your habit. It feels hard now because it's not your normal but you can make it your habit and you can make it your normal so it feels easy later if you rely on discipline now and you just stick with it. And that doesn't mean being perfect every day, but that does mean being intentional about giving it your best effort, asking what you could do better if you fell short the day before and implementing that and having action set in place so you can actually implement what you need to do better the next day versus just saying, well, I could have done this and then repeating the same behavior again and again. Do something different if you're falling short and correct it, learn from it, adapt, reach out to your coach if you need help for goodness sakes like we have so many clients that struggle in silence and it is like picking it is just like pulling teeth like trying to get them to let us help them and that's all we want to do is help yeah. um well i guess just just to jump in too i think the world that we live in makes us feel weird asking for being different for doing you know doing something that's against the norm for asking for help for Oh yeah. Being, you know, so I, what I mean by that is, you know, just, we get a lot of, you know, people who are do who are on fire and doing really well. It's funny that we get a lot of people who will reach out to us and say, how, you know, when I went to the hall, when this, for the holidays, you know, I, I always eat this much and I always had <laughs> several plates and pie and cake and this and said, you know, and this year, you know, I've been doing so well and I was feeling so good that people were like, almost making fun of me or treating me differently because I didn't want to do those things. And I think there's, a, and they, and a lot of times too, they, they see that as like, man, I'm being shunned by the family or I'm being, you know, I'm not, I don't get, I don't fit in, but I think that's actually something to celebrate. Yeah, I don't <laughs> to want to fit in with that. Yeah, really? And, but yeah. It took me forever to get that way because I am a certified diagnosed people pleaser. Yeah. <laughs> it's in my DNA. And so for me, that was probably one of the hardest things to overcome is because I would feel like I was almost like letting people down. It sounds so silly to even say mm -hmm. that out loud. But if I went to a party with my friends and they were trying to get me to drink, which is still true today, like in this day, and I don't want to drink because it doesn't align, align with my goals. They make me feel like I'm the bad one for restricting myself or having goals when I'm just simply not wanting to drink alcohol because it's not healthy. Yeah. And so when you really think about it, like, do I want to follow your lead or do, should I be the one leading here and trying to get you goobs to follow me? <laughs> of course. Like if you think about it, like you want to lead the way and that it's the same thing with our families. Like when we were trying to get healthy and we didn't even really know what it was at the time, like, but I did know I probably shouldn't be eating that whatever they were eating. Like it took me a long time to get over that and just tell them like, Hey, I can't, if you want to invite us over for dinner, like that's really sweet. And I love you and I appreciate it. And I feel loved. I'm so glad that you want to do that for us. And I want to spend time with you guys because I love you, but food doesn't equal love to me anymore. And so I can't eat this stuff. And yeah. so if you're going to make it, just let me know and I'll bring my own thing on the side because I didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings. But at the same time in this journey, sometimes you have to be a little selfish, self selfish. 
Um, most of the time you want to be selfless, but yeah, yeah. in this case, you want to be selfish sometimes and that's okay. Especially if it's something that is pertaining to bettering your own self, your, men your mental state, your physical state, your overall health, there is never going to be someone that is doing those kind of things and doing it for some reason that people can say is bad. I don't know how I didn't speak that very well. People don't get healthy to, to. You shouldn't be shunned for trying to better your <laughs> right. health. And if people are, have a conversation with them about it. And if it still continues, then those aren't your people. Like it took me a long time to realize that too, because there were some people along the way that just would not let go. But I have learned also that the people who are the loudest about you getting healthy and making it such a big deal are actually the ones that are convicted the most because they also want to, but they just feel like they can't for whatever reason, or they're stuck, or it's a huge trigger for them to see you doing better when they're not. Mm -hmm. And so they tend to want to pull you back down. And so also just remember that when you're in those moments and realize like, hey, the more they're trying to get me to do bad, that must mean that I'm actually doing pretty good. So I'm going to keep going. Yeah. It's the same thing with like, whenever you're a Christian, and you're like, you're actually doing really good and you're going to church and you're doing all these things in your faith. And then all of a sudden it's like the devil is just attacking you like everywhere. And you're like, why is he after me so much? It's because you're doing the good things you're mm -hmm. supposed to be doing. Yeah. Same concept here with your friends, maybe ragging on you or your family, like trying to make you feel bad for being healthy, especially this new year. If you're trying to build healthy habits and you're trying to stick with it, just stand firm and then find people who support you. And if it's people you love that are treating you that way, just have a conversation with them because that really did change a lot for me. Just being honest with them like, hey, I really don't like the way I look. I don't like the way I feel mostly. I'm not healthy and I'm really working on trying to be healthy and I could really use your support. If you want to do it with me, that'd be great. You know, like lead the way, don't follow and yeah. those kind of things. But I feel like we kind of got off got off there but I think it all flows but basically if you're a new year new me person I think that is awesome and don't let anyone tell you otherwise if you're joining a gym for the first time right now this month that is awesome I hope you stick with it if you are in our area and you don't want to go to the gym by yourself I'll go with you yeah. <laughs> even if I've never met you in real life like I love to see anyone stepping out of their comfort zone joining gyms right now and all these people that are loud and saying like, oh, the gym's going to be packed and like, that's a bad thing. Like they don't understand what it feels like to walk into a gym for the first time on January 1st. Mm -hmm. I do. And I'm supporting you and I'm encouraging you and you can do this. You can go all the way this time. You don't have to quit in February when you don't feel like it. You don't have to quit in March when motivation is gone. Remind yourself what the true sacrifice is and it's not food and keep going. And I promise you December of this year, you're going to be looking back at your year and you're going to be so freaking proud of yourself, regardless if you're at your goal or not yet. If you still, if you're still going, it doesn't matter. The fact that you stuck with it and you gave it your best effort this entire year, you won't, you can't even imagine the feeling that that gives you. And yeah. I couldn't either until I did it. And I want everyone to feel that way because I was that person that was severely overweight, that didn't believe in herself, that didn't have confidence, who always failed just because I would tell myself I was going to. I didn't think I was worth it. I didn't think I was capable of it until I did it. And now that's why I'm so passionate about what I do for a living because I want everyone to know that they can because if I can and Trey can, I promise you can. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but again, you're doing great. Keep going. Don't lose sight again of what the sacrifices are and why you're doing this. And if you need help, even if you know what to do, um, 
then you probably just need help with accountability and we would love to be that for you or find accountability with a friend or someone that's going to help you stick with it and remind you why you did it in the first place when you want to quit because you're probably going to want to at some point. Um, so you need that accountability and that positive reinforcement in your life, especially if you have a long ways to go or a big goal that you've set for yourself. Um, and then more so if you don't know what you're doing, we can help you with that also. So reach out anytime you can find our social media pages, um, our business pages, macro underscore works on Instagram. My personal Instagram is just bu rinker 5 and then on Facebook, Burgundy Rinker, and then MacroWorks Nutrition, and then Trey is just Trey. Trey Rinker. Trey Rinker on Instagram <laughs> and uh, Trey Rinker on Facebook. Yeah. And um, <laughs> but DM us anytime. Yeah. Um, you can text a business phone anytime, even if you're not a client. If you have a question about our what we do and how we can help you, or if you have someone interested, send them our way. That's right. All right, we will talk to you guys next week. Bye, guys. Bye.